scouts throughout the country. We get a, a lot of talk from college scouts to us when we go to we go to events around the entire U.S. and we bump into scouts everywhere, friends of ours that go, "Hey, man, I didn't get a look at this guy until I heard him on your show. I heard that name and I and I I went out. I went out and saw him at the next showcase. I went out and made it made it a point to watch one of his games on hockey TV. And we're trying to do that for the player, but at the same time, we're trying to entertain you at home. We're trying to entertain the Twin City Thunder fan. We're trying to entertain the ladies and gentlemen who are trying to get involved in this league, trying to get involved in this team, and really find out who the Twin City Thunder are. And the big thing we ask you to do is reach out to us on social media. So we use Twitter at the underscore Dan K show. We use Instagram at the underscore Dan K show. Easy again. And then we use Facebook, the Dan K show. You can look up any of those pages there, no matter what medium you use. And, and we ask you to kind of participate in it. What we'll do each week. We got jokes. We've got a lot of hockey talk. We, we tend to talk about beauties. We tend to talk about hair a lot. We tend to talk about uh, the suits that I'm going to wear when we go to broadcast. But we also, we break down hockey. And we're, we're breaking down over 233 teams from the mites level of hockey to the NCDC level of hockey in this landscape. And we've got a lot to cover and, and a whole mouthful of hockey. And, and we try to bring you everything each week. Yeah, and we actually, uh, I was going to say, we just added in some colleges, too. Yeah. You know, oh, we, yeah. we just started covering uh, some college teams. We were just in the University of Kentucky, did a game broadcast for them. We visited yep. Albertus Magnus on the way up here. Um, and, you know, so now we're adding even more teams to the equation. Oh, yeah. We, we have gotten it against the AA world now as well. What? Uh, why hockey? Why hockey? So it's a great question. I'll tell you a fun story about me and how I got into hockey. So I was a baseball guy. Played baseball as a pitcher, uh, eighteen and six collegiate record. I'll tell everyone because I, I wasn't good enough to pitch after college. So winning record, I put hey, a winning record. You can look it up. Gotta like it. That that's always good. So I I wasn't blessed with being a lefty, and I wasn't blessed with throwing hard. So what I what I wanted to do was get into sports. I I bannied around the world of sports. I was trying to find the right gig, and I started working with the Flyers. The way I got to the Philadelphia Flyers. I see an opening for a broadcaster job. I'd never broadcasted a hockey game. I apply. I get brought into an interview with Mr. Hextall. Who? And yeah. a couple other bigwigs from the Flyers who had kids playing on this team. Former Flyers with kids playing on a junior hockey team that used to play in this league that no longer plays in the USPHL. But this is, this is a team that had these big names in the meeting room. And they take me in and they go, the reason why it's called the Dan K Show, my last name's Kemchek. K-M-I-E-C-H-I-C-K, very long in Polish. And they look at me and they go, oh, this is an Eastern European. He must have played hockey. He's probably a great broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> First question is, hey, how many years have you played hockey? How many years have you been on the ice? You play pro? I go, zero years on the ice, zero years playing hockey. I'm not a hockey guy. I'm a baseball player. They go, well, we brought you in here. Let's <laughs> listen to your tape. Okay. And I wound up getting a chance. I wound up getting a gig. And, and that's what I, I did my first broadcast. I stayed up all night the night before just studying, studying Doc Emmerich. Studying the guys that do it well, sure. Kenny Albert, studying the the real greats in the game. And and I went out there, I did one hockey game, and I fell in love. The nice. sport is unlike anything else. It's unlike anything else. It's a sport that my kids will play in the future. It's a sport that everybody who I can shout to, I tell, this sport's got to grow. It's a family sport. You talked, you gave us a story about your right. family together. All day long. Everybody working together to build this game. You see it. Unlike any other sport, every sport's great, right? We, we all, it all has their family feel. But hockey is just something special about it. It's something small. There's something niche. There's something where I can bump into the biggest guy in the NHL, and I can bump into the 8-year-old mite skater who's learning how to skate for the first time, and they all have a, an individual personality. I, I told the story uh, when my kids were little playing youth hockey, and we had to go to Boston for something, and uh, 
So we stayed just outside of Boston at a hotel. We went online, found it, and whatever. And there's a hockey rink right next door. Yep. My kids want to go to the hockey rink. Just see it. And honest to God's truth, we walk in. Both my kids went, oh, smell that. You know, we're in the rink. And both my kids played other sports. Yep. My daughter's still playing. She's in her 30s. She's playing on an adult women's team. My, my son is... They're both in Boston. He plays on a men's team. You know, yep. they it's in the blood. And like I say, they played everything else. But there's something about hockey that once you once you get started in it, it's uh, it's contagious. It really is. It doesn't go away. And this is a guy that I pulled into it as well. I mean, we, we were both we were both people. I love the game of hockey. I'm going to say this in Maine. I'm a Ranger fan. I'll tell you that much. Everyone can now boo. I can't hear yeah. you at home. But That's go a ahead good and thing. Boo. Thank you. We Thank go. you. There, there we go. go. That, right, that's what I was go. waiting for on that one. No problem. I was trying to help there. It was good. <laughs> reaction. Yeah. yeah, I was waiting for it to come through. That was the, the, the delay there from being at a studio. But yeah, the I, I pulled this guy into it as well. And, and I remember the first game I had him do. So I had been doing hockey now for two years at that point. And I, and I bring him in. And I say, you want to try out color commentary? We'd done color commentary on football with me, baseball. We'd done every event in the world. And he looked, I look at his eyes. I go, you just cut in. I'm going to give you some space. You cut in. Sure. First two and a half minutes of action, nonstop. Finally get a whistle. Puck goes out of play. I turn to my right and his eyes are so wide open. He didn't know what to do. I go, I'll give you a break. I just kept going. I talked right <laughs> through it. So it was, ever since then, no, he's been sold. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it, it was certainly, I was, I was a baseball guy too. I mean, we actually played on the same little league team uh, for, for a year or two. Wow, and, you've known uh, each other a long time. Oh, a long time. Yeah, he the, still hangs out with me, which is amazing. <laughs> Boy, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I, I was brought in at first as a tech guy. Um, I was doing a uh, actually a craft beer podcast at the at the time, and and uh, you know, he wanted some tech advice, and yeah, he brought me in to do the first game, and and I was blown away by the speed. I was blown away by the complexity of the sport. You know, you watch it for so long on TV, and there's something else when you get to see it in person. See it live is unbelievable. You know, and like and you know, over the last four years of doing color commentary, now actually starting to get in some play by play. Was just out in Chicago. That's a whole other animal. Uh, but as far as the color commentary goes, I really like being able to watch behind the puck, watch the guys that are you know skating without the puck. You really get a sense for. The, the headiness that's required to be on the ice when you've got defensemen who are positioning themselves, you know, the right and left arm of the body. You know, they got to work together and and seeing these guys and the way they're able to take those positions and, and make themselves work and skate without the puck. And you get to see some things you don't see on TV. Sure. You know, you get to see line changes and all that stuff. If I go to a game, uh, other than one I'm paying big money for, it might be a little different, <laughs> but I'm going to a college game. I like to sit on the end because yeah. you can see – how the other things develop and you can see a pattern. Oh, they keep doing that every time. That's how they want to get the puck in, you know, that kind of thing. I also said to somebody the other day, uh, the other rink in, in Lewiston, the Collie say, when my kids were little, Lewiston always hosted the midget national championships. They had yep. the Detroit Red Wheels. They had the Chicago Young Americans, Edgewood, Rhode Island. They, they all came here. I think nobody else wanted to host it. So, <laughs> But anyway, the bottom line is we sat in the – I mean, you get a weekend pass, and you're there the entire weekend. We seriously, we had our meals there. My kids loved every minute of it, and like I said, it, it was in their blood. After that, we watched game after game, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, midgets. I mean, it was great. It really was a lot of fun to watch. It really is, and I mean, we've gotten a chance to do so much and meet so many people in the hockey landscape. We're we're now friends with Christoph Oliwa, which anybody who's a big time hockey fan will know. This is a guy from Poland. Fell in love with me again because of my Polish last name. It got me places. Who was coaching out in Michigan in a small town, Kalkaska, out in Michigan. This guy is a personality. We got a chance. 
I got to go to a game and I, I knew Charlie McAvoy's family through some hockey and I, and I bumped into them before and Ranger game and I'm sitting behind his family. Boo. And I know- okay. Sorry. You just said Ranger. I had to boo. Sorry. Here you go. You're okay. Sorry. <laughs> You're more than welcome to boo every time I say it. Okay. I'll try to not say it again. It's, it's, what fi- I- it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's great. So with with Charlie McAvoy's family, I knew it was them. And my wife didn't believe me that it was them. And I, I go, ah, Charlie McAvoy's soft. And this whole family, eight people, turn around, cousins, nephews, oh, yeah. mom, dad. Gonna be in one right oh, here. <laughs> and they all turn and I go, hey, how's it going, guys? It's Dan. They all shake. They go, oh, it's you. So it's like it, the family atmosphere even to see a guy in a Ranger jersey, boo. Yeah, boo. With, <laughs> with, with these, with the, these, a guy from the Bruins yeah. joking around, razzing them, and they still, there's a love in this game that is not matched anywhere else. Do you, do you know any more, by the way? Get this inside scoop. What's He's hurt. Upper body is all they say. Do I, you I know what it is? I don't know what it is. I mean, it's he returned a to, where- he, 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 not to interrupt you guys, but he did return to the ice today. Just FYI, that's breaking in the last 10 minutes. Right. Charlie McAvoy returned to the ice. No idea on how close he is returning yet, but he did return to the ice today. Also, there's been some changes with the Bruins as well. Um, looks like JFK is going to be coming up from uh, from Providence. Uh, he's being activated tonight. Uh, there's talk that they might be scratching David Backus for him. So there, there's some stuff to keep an eye on with the Bruins, but McAvoy is back on the ice. Yeah, back to you guys. That's just FYI. It's great news. A, a tough loss last night. That'll be yeah. big to kind of shift some things around. And you get McAvoy inserted yeah. into that line. Oh, sure. it's going to be tough. Yeah, he makes quite a difference. No question about that. Yeah. So you do your podcast. By the way, I, I had a chance to talk to Dan's wife, Lana. She's uh, out in the warm area, by yeah, the way. She's staying warm. Yeah. She travels with the, these two uh, lunatics every every time they go <laughs> on, on the road. And I said, do you buy this suit? She said, well, if I see something flashy, I know he loves that stuff. I try to find it. And then, then she said, I make the ties. She said, I like to sew. And I'm there like, no way. She goes, no, I make the ties to yep. match whatever this is. I said, woo, is a commitment, isn't it? Well, we call her Producer Lana. And if you watch the Dan K show every week, you'll realize <laughs> that Producer Lana is the entire show. There's a whole joke there that it's hashtag Lana runs the show. That That's basically the whole, the whole point of uh, what we do. She... She's behind the scenes. She'll be taking photography tonight. She posts to our Instagram. She gets po- photos of the players during the game. She'll be behind the camera for us at times when we don't have a camera crew with us. And she'll make sure that I think we've lost our keys about 900 times on these road trips. So she'll yeah, just give her everything. You guys been hanging around with Maddie or what? Oh, I, was, I was just <laughs> about to say, Coach. Like Coach, I was just about to say, these guys sound exactly like you've seen me at a live broadcast. Where are the keys? Where's this cord? Where's that computer? Where's the tripod? Like, all of it came on the trip. Where does it all go? Like I, it's like it's like the underwear gnomes from South Park. You know what I mean? Like they just come in and take your crap at night. That's what it seems like. He came back from one of the trips. He's been going to the University of Maine football, uh, following them all over the place and posting stuff. And he came back heartbroken. He he has this special New York Mets. He's not a Mets fan specifically. He's a Yankee fan, but okay. he loves his hat. It fits him really well. Looks good. So I can't find my because we put an RIP on it, Twitter and everything else. <laughs> we came over here to do broadcast the other day, two days ago. He opened up one of his satchels. He goes, "Oh my God, there's the hat! <laughs> I forgot to look in there." So I know that he understands when you say you lose things because he does that all the time. Oh yeah, we got everything. Is that yeah? Is that the right we were number? we were down in Florida for the Florida Showcase that the USPHL has every year in December last year and. We rented a car down there, and you know we're trying to get to the rink, and we get outside with all our stuff, and 
and Dan Dan does the whole hat oh. where are the keys. Mm. We looked at the, for the keys for an hour and a half, and uh, we finally found them like in a in a shoe, like another. No, pair they were of in shoes. my back pocket. No, oh, they were in your they back were pocket. in my back pocket on my body. We spent an hour and a half, and I actually had Enterprise come out with someone to open up the car for us. A uh, little car side <laughs> assistance, roadside assistance there. So. Uh, I am I am Polish by name and by blood for sure. Boy oh boy oh yeah we'll get some calls <laughs> on that one, Maddie. <laughs> oh yeah that'll that'll oh yeah I'm sure that'll that'll rile everybody up right. Oh, yeah. I don't light up this I no love it. I that. love it. That hey man I I am I am a big time fan of the kielbasa. I've grown up on it my entire life. All right. And I and I was kicked in my dupa as a kid. That was it for the folks at home for the good Polish fans. So <laughs> that, there's plenty of those too. Now do you guys know any French? Because there's a big French Canadian. Whatever you. There's a big French Canadian community here. You guys, you guys know, know anything from that? Oh, I, I took what five years of French. We actually a good story about us is we took French together, and uh, the only reason why we took French together is because I cheated off Lucas uh, for every <laughs> single year of high school. We actually he actually had a test where this guy had like a 98 in the class, and he threw the test on purpose just as a joke to me because he knew his grade point average was high enough. So I can I can tell you uh, bonjour. I can give you a je suis, uh, I am something, but outside of that, I don't have much. You, you'll get there one of these days. Oh, I, I took plenty of French in high school. Same thing. I took four of French and a couple of Latin, and we went to Paris. Couldn't get myself out, out, off the, out of the taxi. I mean, it's beautiful language. Beautiful, beautiful language, language but, but I have not mastered it. Now, see, I w I'm old enough to, we weren't allowed to see any French words. We had that ALM where, écoutez et répétez, you know, listen and, <laughs> and repeat, and so we had headphones on in a lab. That was our French. And heaven forbid you had to read something. So when we were in Paris, everything's written in French. I'm looking and thinking, I wonder what that is. I have no <laughs> idea. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's always fun. So you do the podcast. Uh, you've, you've traveled around to practically everywhere, broadcasting games. Uh, what do you like about this particular level, this league? So the Premier League, my favorite thing is the fact that I was, I was telling Maddie, we've got divisions all throughout the country, all the way down the coast as far as Florida, as far west as we got teams out in Wisconsin that are playing in this league. What it does is it allows for every region of this country has a different style of playing hockey. If I go out to the Midwest, it's knocker hockey. It is. You're going to play a style of game. It's, it's guys from all over the country that come here to play, to be in places like Twin, in the Twin City Thunder to play for a team like this. When I'm down in the southeast in Florida, it is open ice. It is flashy hockey. It is forwards play. Defensemen are going to be involved in the scoring. Everybody pinches. Everybody plays as deep as they can in the zone, and they're just trying to score. You get a lot of those 7-6 games, a lot oh, of those 8-7 yeah. games, really big offensive battles, and every once in a while you have a goaltender standing his head out there with 50-60 saves in that league, which is fun <laughs> to watch. And I'll tell you what, the, the one of the great things, too, is with the showcases, so you talk about all those regions and all those playing styles, the showcases, you really get to see what happens when a fast skating team from Florida meets that hard-nosed team Ooh, from boy. Chicago, yeah. and all of a sudden, these fast skaters who are used to having open ice get rung, get their bell rung a little bit, and they go, okay, maybe we can't do yeah, that right yeah, away, you know, and these, these Midwest and Northern teams, you know, they're like, all right, well, we got to speed it up. Let's start firing pucks at the net and see what happens. And that's one of the best things, just to jump on the showcase bandwagon there so the showcases the usphl does more showcases than anybody else that's competing with them and the showcases are where we get a chance to bring everybody from the country everybody in the usphl landscape into the same buildings in the same town in the same place where we have uh, the last showcase they had there the bean town over 120 scouts from college and professional hockey in the same building 
watching hockey, watching USPHL hockey. It's it's unmatched, it's unrivaled. It, nobody's doing the amount of showcases that are done here because that's the best way to get scouts in the room, right? Sure. The best way to get people yeah. there. If you're a scout, if I can go see a thousand athletes rather than ten, sure. I'm going to go see the thousand every time. Yeah, I was saying to somebody uh, last weekend when I coached youth hockey. Uh, you know, they have New England Festival, yeah. and it's kind of the same thing on a, on the younger scale. And uh, my my daughter played and, and whatever, so they asked me to coach a couple of times, uh, specifically women's teams, because I coached women's team before. And uh, the thing that shocked me is I, I had the older kids usually. I mean, they look like, oh, okay, they're athletic, you know, whatever. And, geez, we, could only, we didn't have a chance to practice. You just play the games. You go for the weekend, you play five games, yep. you know, and they're yep. all the teams that are competitive because they've – Said number one from Connecticut, number one from you know yep. they, even the teams up. So five even teams. It was a fantastic weekend, and I was shocked because you open the door and they are flying on the ice, and I'm going like, "Holy, these guys can really play!" <laughs> yeah, you know. And I coached at different levels. It was amazing to watch what those young kids could do. And I, I kept saying, my daughter was one of those once she's old enough uh, in her 30s, where she was at the beginning of the women's really women's hockey really taking off yeah she played against angela ruggiero and some of those kids they were the oldest she was one of the young ones but she was saying each year that she went to the festival trials she would look at the next group on the ice and saying boy i'm glad i'm not a year younger because i <laughs> i couldn't i can't skate with those guys every yeah. year it was better and last two years ago we went to her women's team went to the national championship tournament yeah. it was in massachusetts which is where she skates out of i saw Shattuck St. Mary's. They had a nine ten team. They had uh -huh. the actual school team, and I'm looking at that women's team, and I said they could beat any of the high school men's team in the state of Maine right now. That's right, right now. Yep. Mario Emu's daughter was was one of the players. I mean, it was it's just amazing how good some of those hockey players are. It really is. You see the women's game, and that's something that some of the USPHL organizations has been really kind of adding yeah. onto the playlist here. And the women's game is incredible to watch. I love watching women's hockey. That they, they get so undersold in this sport, so undersold. And you have areas like Maine where you can really grow that sport. Mm -hmm. it, it's, a, it's a great game. I've got a lot of friends. I have one friend who's a goaltender with the Riveters there, and, and she always pumps up the show. She's always talking. It's, you get to watch a game, and you just the game of hockey is beautiful no matter who's playing it, right? It's, it's a game that when you watch Mites, the beauty of the game is these guys are learning, right? These kids are out there. We, watched, we got to see a, a game where – we did a South Shore Kings, one of the teams in the Premier, one of the teams in the New England Division, against the team that Twin Cities playing tonight, the New Hampshire Monarchs, about two weeks ago. And right after the game, they sent the Mites teams out, one from South Shore, one from New Hampshire, in that organization to go play against each other. Kids come out, they're slapping their sticks on the ice, they're tripping all over the place. It was so fun to watch. And you see this game, there's no bad version of hockey. There's no bad. Some people will say so. There are purists who will say, like, hey, this isn't yeah. the type of game I want to yeah. watch. But... For me, I, every single game has its own storyline, and, and you can't. The City Thunder team is starting to make that storyline, right? It's very tough as a new hockey team. The whole group of guys put a roost of guys together, put them in a room, and say, hey, let's all go skate in the same direction, and let's do it in the toughest division in the country at this Tier 3 level. That's a tough thing to do right away, but Coach Friedman's the guy for the job, and, and he's, he's really starting to turn this thing around. He's really starting to funnel this thing in the right direction, and this Twin City Thunder team is going to be real fun to watch for folks in Maine. Yeah, we've been able to see the growth already. I mean, they lost yeah. their first two games, and not great games. And then each week, you know, you can see 
building blocks, you know, a little yep. better, a little better, a little better. They've picked up a couple of players. Yeah. Uh, it's been a fun team to kind of follow and, and see where they're going to go. I got the hat ready to roll. <laughs> so Bill, Bill gave me the hat so that I'd be sure and uh, have one. But, yeah, uh, you have to promote it, right? You have to. Well, and, we had out in front of our go. station. We had a little giveaway. We had T-shirts and hats, and the players came over and signed them and handed them out. And we had we had a nice reception of people coming in and and saying hi. And of course, having a couple of Lewiston players helped. You yep, know, guys of course. that ran court and whatever that played here. That that makes quite a difference. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, what are the things you got on the horizon between traveling all over the country to do this? So, yeah, I mean, this weekend's a, we're calling it the Tour de New England. Is that what we have this yeah, weekend? Yeah, yeah. Tour de New England. <laughs> Why don't you run the folks through what we have this weekend? Yeah, so we, uh, yesterday we were at Alberta's Magnus. Uh, you know, today, obviously, we are, we're up here with Twin City Thunder. Tomorrow, we are heading down to Hookset, New Hampshire to do a, another Monarchs game for, uh, for Coach Ryan Fru. We were talking to him a little bit last night, and, you know, they, they love pumping guys up. You're familiar with them, and, uh, then Sunday, we're actually doing the uh, free game of the week for the USPHL. Every week, they pick uh, games at different levels, and they offer them uh, free through our partnership with My Hockey TV. And uh, so we'll be doing the NCDC free game of the week from Merrimack College. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, between uh, Islanders Hockey Club and the Boston Junior Bruins. Yeah, and that's, a, that's an old-school Massachusetts yeah. junior hockey rivalry. Sean Trombley taking on Mike Anderson there. Yana Peretz, the goaltender for the Boston Junior Bruins, just committed to Kinnipiac. So we've got yeah. a couple of D1 guys. You're going to have about 12 currently committed D1 guys in that matchup and more to come. And it, that's going to be a, a real tough one. Every time those teams face off, it's good hockey. Yeah. we. I went to Quinnipiac to see the rink, and it's nice. It's a oh, nice yeah. spot there. It really is. In Hamden there, they really do a good job, really put it together great. And, yeah. and again, it's it's a situation where you see these these teams like Twin City are going to start to see those commitments come in now. This is the time of year where the coaches start to go, all right, who wants to come? Who's signing with me? And you'll start to see some of these yeah. Twin City guys. You'll start to see those college banners pop up on that line chart. Great. Now, what uh, what's a typical day for one of these kids? I don't know how much you get to talk with them. What yeah. What's their life look like while they're here playing? Well, these guys, junior hockey's different, right? In Canada, they this is where junior hockey starts is Canada. And it's because they don't have the college programs like we do for sports, the NCAA programs. So the guys take a gap year out of high school, and then they go to their universities for one or two years. And that creates junior hockey. You need a place to play a sport, so they play from 18 to 21. In America, we've taken on that culture. We've added junior hockey here. 18 to 21, most these guys are going to be for the Twin City Thunder. Every once in a while, you get a 16 or 17-year-old when they're very good. Those are the talented, really talented young ones because they're getting out here to be physical. It's a tough game to play with these adults. And you're going to see on a, in a given day, these guys are waking up in the morning. A lot of them are taking classes, getting ready for college. They're hitting the books in the morning. They get out here. You saw the guys out here for a morning skate, 9.30 a.m. on a game day. They'll go back home. They'll get their lunch. They'll hit the trainer. They'll get on the table, do their stim, do their work. They'll get back in the gym, do a little bit of a pump, do a little bit of a jog. Then they'll get back in the locker room. This is an all-day thing. These guys are being treated like professional athletes. It's not. This isn't a, this isn't a travel team where you, you show up, you get your 20 minutes of skate, and you go play. This is a team where... Sun up to sundown, you are a full-time athlete. You're treated like a professional athlete, and the organization's going to treat you that way everywhere you go in the country. So do they, they do their classwork online? Do they do to go to a place like Kaplan University that we have here in Lewis and Auburn? Or what are, what I'm sure do? you – I don't. I haven't talked to the boys about where they're at, but I'm sure you have a few who are at Kaplan. A little I mean, bit of everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you'll get a lot of these local colleges will, will give opportunities to these kids to come in, take some of these classes that can transfer to the eventual university they're going. Some of these kids get the classwork in now so they can go pro. 
Yeah. You'll see guys that we've talked to a few guys on, on the Twin City Thunder that are looking to go play possibly in Europe after this season. And you'll see that where guys get as much education as they can in now. They go over, they play their pro hockey, and when it's done, they come back and they finish that degree. And it's hockey really gives you the great opportunity to either see the world with the game or see an education. I know a lot of the parents want to see those academics that yeah. are involved in the sport, but it, it really gives you a lot of avenues. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's one of those things where, you know, you, you go around the league and, and I actually live right near the New Jersey Rockets who are, you know, NCDC premier teams as well. And, and they have that focus on education and, and, you know, they say, you know, look, our guys, whatever classwork they got, we have a study hall, you know, you bring everything and the whole team does their work together. We make sure that, you know, that's what, what gets done. And we see that with all the teams we talk to and we find out about that stuff, you know, they, they, you know, either have study halls or they have a real focus on education and, and saying, hey, you know, you have a job to do off the ice too, and that's to make sure, sure that you're becoming this well-rounded player. Great. Well, Maddie, we're uh, we're running out of time here. You we got are. anything you'd like to add, or any other questions? No, I think you guys are you guys are good. I can I I think I can finish it off from here. All you're going to have to do, Coach Wing, I'm going to give you blatant instructions here. By the way, Lucas Dan from the Dan K Show. Make sure you catch them on the call tonight as the Twin City Thunder will be in action over the North Savings Bank Ice Arena. You can catch the broadcast over at TwinCityThunder.com. Uh, all you got to do, that little uh, that little red thing on the on the tablet, you just slide it over, and it'll say End Broadcast, and you hit End, and that's it. And then you're good. Okay? That's all you got to do. So that'll okay. be the only thing you need to do. Uh, we will have all of these interviews archived on demand after the show. Just go to 105sports.com or mbr.org. you see it right there on the front page. That'll wrap it up for us here on a main athletic fundraising football Friday with a little bit of hockey thrown in today as there's good action tonight. Remember, they're going to be uh, doing a big benefit tonight for the Twin City Thunder as well, the benefit of family uh, battling cancer. So make sure you go down there and uh, help them out as well. All sorts of cool stuff happening down there. Be a great night to go down to the Norway Savings Bank Ice Arena. We got high school football for you tonight, tonight, tonight. Hot damn, it is tonight, even with all this weather, which will be here uh, probably in the next few hours or so. Um, Sorry to those of you who live in the mountains and foothills will be getting snow. I am sorry. I am terribly sorry. Unless you plow, in which case I'm happy for you. Um, You know, maybe maybe take me out to dinner or something. Um, Tonight, you'll have Oxford Hills and Portland. There'll be a 7 o'clock kickoff on 96.9 AM 1450 from Fitzpatrick Stadium. Video stream, 105sports.com, mbr.org. You'll see it right there. If you like MBR on Facebook like you probably do, so you can watch the B-List each day. Uh, you'll be able to watch that game. Uh, hoping to have the RoboCam up and running from Oak Hill Wells tonight. Uh, that'll be a Class D South matchup for the Class D South Regional Final. Also tomorrow afternoon from Freeport, Dirigo Freeport. Uh, that'll be the Class E title game. And that'll be a, a noon pregame on 100.7 Ox Country. And tomorrow night, 5.30 pregame from Turner Levitt battles Freiburg in a rematch for the Classy South regional title. Of course, state championship football finals next weekend. MBR All-Star Weekend at the Augusta Civic Center next weekend. Richmond at Maine tomorrow. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Maddie B Radio. I'll give you all the coverage from that one as the University of Maine looks to continue to stay in first place of the Colonial Athletic Association. That'll wrap it up for us for the Dan K Show and Coach Wing and Billy D over at the Norway Savings Bank Ice Arena. I'm Eddie B in the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network on 555 Center Street. You're listening to 105.5 Sports. Sports.